0: The Sensitive Man. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Sensitive Man Podcast. I'm Simon Lin, and if you're new to my podcast, well, I'm a radio personality with 1FM 91.3 and on the Sensitive Man Podcast, it's about putting the focus on people and personalities in society who will inspire us through their work and knowledge in their respective fields. Today, I'd like you to get to know Jazza Ng, the director of the new documentary film Andre and Azala
1: Tree. Different audience will get Different lessons from a film A good story where You know If I show it to person A you know, Person A would probably get Life lesson A mm. For himself And then You know So it actually carries a whole uh, Range of Different lessons And the different people That I've spoken to That have watched it uh, mm. Have told me so as well but some of the things that I think people will get quite clearly is that sense of hard work and grit that would really make you successful mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Some people have told me that it's about learning to let go of your success and to go back to what we call your original intention.
0: And let's take a sneak peek at the film Andre and His Olive Tree by listening to this trailer.
1: I'm a perfectionist. Having restaurant on Andre is like having an OCD when you look at everything and you want to make sure that everything is as perfect as you want it. I want to announce the closure of Rishon Andre. Uh, we will return whenever Michelin stars, okay?
2: really sad. It's not. For me, this is my proudest moment.
1: The wife of the mission star chef is nothing, but the wife of the mission star chef who work in the mission star restaurant is another story. The sea was tough on her because she's someone who put her whole heart and soul into the thing, you know. When I think about Taiwan, I see my own culture, I feel i become a kid again.
2: Regardless where I am, I'm gonna make sure that
1: I make Asia Asian proud.
0: More on Andre and his olive tree by director Jaza Ng, and he's got plenty to share, so be inspired by this film director who took a chance by just reaching out. Are you ready to know more? Let's get to know Jaza Ng on this podcast. You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Simon Lim. Hi, Josiah. Hi. Hi, welcome to my show. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me. And Josiah, the documentary film Andre and His Olive Tree has done well at the Taiwan box office and screens in Singapore from the 14th of January onwards. So you've got to tell us in your own words what this documentary film is really about.
1: Well, this documentary actually charts the journey of Chef Andre. Mm-hmm. Chef Andre is a Michelin-starred chef. Mm. Um, he has decided to close his restaurant uh, almost two years ago and to return his stars. So, as a quest to really try and find out um, what perfection really means, and it's really my my own personal exploration as well, you know, into finding out why he has done so, and mm-hmm. in the process, you know, explore um, you know this idea about what really matters in life. Is it results? Is it really getting stars? Is it getting recognized by other people, or mm-hmm. is it really trying to find moments of peace?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, going back to your roots and and to really uh, you know reconnect with you know, the people around you in that sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So yes, you know. in short, we, we chart his journey of closing the restaurant down. Uh, we follow him to Taiwan. We speak to him a lot about his philosophy. In fact, um, if you watch the film, you'll realize that we based the entire story uh, off Chef Andre's Octa Philosophy.
2: Mm-hmm. And Octa
1: Philosophy is actually eight very distinctive words that he uses to uh, create his cuisines. Mm. Um, and so I thought, you know, it might be interesting to actually use Doctor Philosophy to, you know, define his story in that sense,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: because he's used that for his creations. But you know, I always wonder, you know, what's it like if mm. I were to focus on a creator instead?
0: Interesting and certainly very thought-provoking. Could you also tell us about the inception of the film? I mean, what led you to turn Andre's story into, you know, a documentary style?
1: Mm. Um, when I first came across his story, he was actually in a newspaper report mm. um, and, and that was actually the moment where he has announced to the world that he was going to return his stars, he's going to close his restaurant and this was after he has gotten a lot of achievements. Mm. So when I read that article, I was very curious about why, you know, this man would give it all up in that sense. Mm. Um, and I think all, all this while, uh, personally, I've always wondered and pondered about why we're so obsessed about results. Mm. Um, and I, I think especially as Asians, you know, as Singaporeans, in that sense, we, we always try to show people that we are worth something and we always try to chase up the results, you know, and, and so I thought it was interesting that he decided to do what he did. So as a filmmaker, when I try and explore a certain issue, when I try to get answers, my mode is usually to make a film.
2: Mm.
1: So when I approached Chef, I asked him a little bit more about why he was doing so and I decided that, hey, that's a very interesting story. There was a lot to unpack in terms of why he was doing what he did, um, and as well as his next journey was was an interesting one as well.
0: How did you know that he would be prepared to be filmed on camera? Because you know it's quite different when it's a reality sort of show versus, yeah. let's say, someone acting and to play him.
1: Um, to be very honest, I, I wasn't I wasn't sure whether he was going to be open <laughs> to being filmed on camera. Mm. Um, when I approached him, it was really a cold call. I, I believe I emailed his PA or his manager at that time mm-hmm. um, you know, just to find out more about why he was closing and, and I wanted to just sit down and have a chat. And then I managed to get into a room with him and we had the chat and I think uh, one thing led to the other and he said, okay, sure, let's <laughs> let's make a documentary. That's uh, very brave. My, yeah, I mean, so to that extent, I was quite lucky. I mean, if you watch the film, you'll know that Chef is someone that has He's he's very sensitive to creation. He demands a lot in terms of, you know, the creative process mm. and in terms of, you know, what comes out of his work and all that. So for him to say yes was really a relief for me because, you know, who am I? We literally just met when I entered into the room with him. Two years later, here we are. Uh, we managed to make a film. I was just telling my friends the other day, I, I think Chef didn't realize that this was really going to be a feature film. It wasn't going to be in this scale according mm. to, to what he imagined, I think but I'm glad we managed to pull it off. Um, and actually, in making the film, I was very inspired by Chef's story, so much so that it gave me a lot of strength, it gave mm. me a lot of encouragement and, and even inspiration to finish uh, this entire documentary.
0: That's wonderful. And there are lessons to be shared through this film, right? The storytelling is very important. What lessons or life lessons did you think, you know, you wanted to show the audience?
1: Um, I think different audience will get different lessons from a film. Mm. I mean, it's like... Uh, a good story where, you know, if I show it to person A, you know, person A would probably get life lesson A mm. for himself. And then, you know, so it, it carries a whole uh, range of different lessons and the different people that I've spoken to that have watched it, uh, mm. have told me so as well. But some of the things that I think people will get quite clearly is that sense of, you know, hard work and grit that would really make you successful mm-hmm. in it. Mm. Um, some people have told me that it's about learning to let go of your success and to go back to what we call your original intention, to ask yourself, you know, why did I start this in the first place? Is mm-hmm. it really for the machine stars, for example? You know, to take stock of your life. And I think it's so important to do so, especially in this day and age, mm-hmm. um, where we are so distracted and we are so caught up with the everyday rat race sometimes. The Sensitive Man
0: And as the film director of Andre and his Olive Tree, so Josiah, what were some challenges that you faced in putting the film together, and how did you overcome them?
1: Um, restaurant Andre, which is um, one of the locations that we filmed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean, in fact, we filmed most of the of the parts within the restaurant itself. It's a Michelin start restaurant. Uh, when we were there filming everything, mm. they were still serving guests. So it was very important for us to not be in the way. And at the same time, you know, a restaurant is made to serve their diners. It's not made for production. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we really had to make sure that we were not in the way. Not easy. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, if you visited Restaurant Andre, I mean, in fact, mm. if you watch the film, you will realize that the staff of Restaurant Andre, they're very particular about the way the chair is being placed. Mm. Uh, you know, the fork has to be at a certain angle. Mm. Everything has to be clean and prepared before the guests come in. So we really had to make sure that if we move a certain thing, we made sure to put it back in that sense. You know, let's not stain the the lift inside the restaurant, for example, Mm. with our fingerprints and all that. So that was pretty challenging. But I think it also spoke to us as filmmakers to recognize that, you know, this was the level of dedication that their staff put to make sure that their guest has uh, a very unique experience. Mm. And I think as a filmmaker, it, allowed me to reflect about what's that level of dedication that I want to put in Mm -hmm. to make sure that the films and the stories that I tell Mm -hmm. uh, would reach that same level of experience.
0: He's also respecting Andre as the director of First Impressions at his restaurant.
1: Yes, 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 exactly.
0: Josiah, what was it like capturing Andre in documentary style?
1: Chef Andre is a very natural person on camera. He's actually someone that's been... Very used to giving interviews. Mm. Um, I mean, in fact, if you go on YouTube and you search about him, uh, you know he appears everywhere. Mm. He's actually gotten a lot of uh, recognition, and because of his Michelin stars and his unique styles mm. when it comes to creating his cuisine. So think one of the things that I really wanted to do as a director was to really capture Chef Andre, a side of him that no one would be able to Google mm. or even find on YouTube in that sense. Mm. Um, so one of the things that I had to do was to, I told him straight in the face that, you know what, Chef, I'm going to just put the camera all around. We will film you as and when. Mm. Um, I actually don't want you to perform for the camera. You know, we want to capture you in a very raw way you know, so that we really get an uncensored version of who you are. Mm. He was very open to it. I mean, as a director, I was very happy to capture whatever that we did in the shoot itself. So yeah, I was, I was very happy that we managed to get those footage.
0: Wonderful. And in doing a documentary, what were some important considerations? You know, sound, lighting, pacing, uh, what else?
1: The most important consideration is the authenticity of the story. Mm. Um, And I think that comes through the things that people say that plays out in the different scenes that we would observe and, you know, later on capture like a fly on a wall. Mm. Uh, I mean, in fact, there were many scenes that we tried to do, which we captured as the daily grind was happening for the restaurant. But the lighting wasn't ideal or there was some noise Mm. on the side and all that. Uh, you know, but we let it go because we realized that what was important was the scene itself. Mm. Even though there was noise, even though you know the windows had some weird shadows casting in, you know we decided to let go of all those because you know really it goes back to the authenticity that we wanted mm. to capture.
0: Mm-hmm. And going back to the drawing board, like, did you already have a creative mental image of what the film would look like at the beginning, or did you just let the filming flow, you know, more raw and organically improvise as you went along during the production?
1: We had a pre-interview that we did with Chef. that was the session that we you know, decided to hear his full story and how he came to be and why mm. he decided to close the restaurant and all that. From there, we actually decided to do a very quick treatment of how the story would flow. Mm. Uh, you know, because you kind of need a roadmap and you kind of need to have an idea about what you want to do mm. since day one. But at the same time, I was telling my crew that we have to be flexible enough to be changing things here and there, you know, mm-hmm. depending on how the scenes go um in fact we might have planned for lunch with chef you know and then speak to him during lunch about about his life and Mm -hmm. all that but if he decides that oh you know he has no time for lunch then we'll follow him in that sense so that was pretty much the process of um, capturing the documentary Mm -hmm. at the same time i wanted to also speak to not just chef but the people around him the people that love him that work for him sure um and and so that was something that we also planned for Mm -hmm. in that sense
0: You're listening to The Sensitive Man. I'm Now, Josiah, what treatment did you want in the production, you know, when it comes to editing? You know, editing is always very important in any production. So, what sort of treatment did you decide on?
1: We, very early on, decided to use Philosophy as a basis of, you know, trying to cover mm-hmm. the entire documentary, mm. um, for Chef Andre, when he created Octo Philosophy, it was a series of eight words that he decided to use to guide the way he cooks. Mm-hmm. So I was curious to see how that would apply to filmmaking. Mm. So the eight words in Octophilosophy Philosophy range from you know terroir, which is a familiar term in wine, uh, salt, south, you know meaning the direction south, mm. inspired by his time in the south of France. Um, you know, so on and so forth. And so I, I decided to chew on these words and I asked myself, how would this be applied to, to the edit? Mm. You, know, you know, beyond just mm. it being in eight chapters. So in terms of the colour, in terms of the pacing, it affected the way that we approached the film in that sense. Mm-hmm. And it's a very interesting journey because it put me into the mindset of Andre himself, which allowed me to also create a more authentic story Mm -hmm. of what this was going to be.
0: To see things through his eyes as well, his perspective, yeah?
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: And how did you get this documentary film to be screened in Taiwan and now in Singapore?
1: Uh, Well, this is an interesting question because we were initially quite anxious with COVID and the pandemic. Uh, yes. You know, it's not easy to launch a film these mm-hmm. days, but we were quite blessed and I would say very lucky in that sense because Taiwan has quite a well-controlled uh, environment mm. themselves, you know, dealing with the pandemic. Mm. Uh, so the movies are still screening, you know, people are still out and about and I mean, they are taking precautions and all that, of course, but the movie business is still, in a way, booming and doing well. And at the same time, Chef actually went back to Taiwan after he closed the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I mean, everything just seemed to fall into place. And, you know, we decided to call a few people. And, of course, through Chef as well, he, he knew a few film distributors. We chatted with a few of them over Skype and, you know, decided that, hey, actually, there's a nice window that we could mm. launch the film in Taiwan.
0: Fantastic. Josiah, where can audiences watch this film, Andre and His Olive Tree? What sort of uh, cinema houses?
1: The film Wandering in the Olive Tree is going to be launched on the 14th of January, Thursday, Singapore at Golden Village Cinemas.
0: Golden Village Cinemas. That's right. And we'll certainly look forward to that. Now, how would you sum up the experience of this film production, you know, from inception to production to post-production and then rolling it out to the public?
1: The experience has been quite surreal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure a lot of hard work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I sometimes wonder if this is real. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm very grateful for the many partnerships that we've had and, you know, we've had crew members and we've had partners who came along to support this film and all that. So I'm very grateful that this happened because actually, the work of independent filmmakers who found a story that inspired them, and we basically just decided to tell this story to the rest of the world. Mm. And for people to come alongside with us to say, hey, you know, let me support you and, you know, let's do that, it's very rewarding and very encouraging for any filmmakers like us. So I would say it's very very surreal. Sometimes I need to pinch myself to really recognize that this is happening. But at the same time, I'm also very grateful mm. that you know this is finally going to be shown to the world. And I really hope that people go and watch this because this is going to be an inspirational uh, film and a story that is much needed in this time uh, when we all need hope. The sensitive man.
0: Cesaire, you know, with the excellent reviews and good box office earnings in Taiwan, where does this lead to, you know, for you as a film director? Is something new already brewing as we speak?
1: I think something is always brewing. <laughs> yeah, so um, while we've had excellent reviews and, you know, good box office, mm. uh, it has also been a very interesting learning experience for me in terms of distribution, in terms of, you know, what could be better and all that. Mm. Yes, we, we do have a few projects in mind uh, not all of them are necessarily documentaries mm. um but look forward to our next few productions um you know when it's out i will definitely be letting everyone know
0: and if there is a dream to film another person's life who is this person or what kind of person is this
1: wow um hmm. i'm pausing because there's just so many mm-hmm. yeah and to just mention one without mentioning the rest would be unfair. <laughs> <laughs> Just one last question. You know, in filmmaking, could you give me a
0: sentence that best describes yourself as a film director, Josiah Ng?
1: Increasingly, I am realising that me directing is almost like I'm a chef. Um, you know, interestingly, like a chef, you have all these ingredients that's laid out in front of you.
2: Mm. You
1: have, you know, all your other other partners who come alongside you to make sure that you serve up a good dish that's experiential. Um, a cuisine that people would enjoy. And so I think the creative process of a chef, a Michelin star chef uh, like Chef Andre, Mm -hmm. um, is something that I have learned to be and have learned to also apply in my craft, um, putting together all those ingredients. And sometimes, you know, it's not so much about, oh, you know, I'm the head chef here. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm just here going to tell you what to do. Increasingly, I've learned that I'm a very collaborative filmmaker. I respect and I, I recognize the different talents of those who are on board in the same team. Mm. Uh, but it's my job to really, you know, captain the ship in the right direction uh, while everyone is doing their part.
0: Thank you so much, Josiah, for being on my show.
1: Thank you for having me. This was this was great.
0: Yeah, and hope to talk to you again soon.
1: Yes. Thank you, thank you.
0: Director Jezai Ung sharing his experiences in the making of the film Andre and His Olive Tree. Well, you can follow Chef Andre Cheung and the entire process as he closes his Michelin-starred restaurant Andre two years ago. This documentary was a hit in Taiwan last year. Andre and His Olive Tree opens in Singapore cinemas on the 14th of January. Well, I'm Simon Lin and leaving you today with a trailer for this documentary film. Thanks for listening to the Sensitive Man Podcast. And here's a snippet of Andre and His Olive Tree.
1: I'm a perfectionist. Having Rich on Andre is like having an OCD. When you look at everything and you want to make sure that everything is as perfect as you want it. I want to announce the closure of Rishon Andre. Uh, we will return whenever Michelin star okay.
2: Really <laughs> sad. It's not. For me, this is my proudest moment.
1: The wife of the Michelin star chef is nothing, but the wife of the Michelin star chef who work in the Michelin star restaurant is another story. The sea was tough on her because she's someone who put her whole heart and soul into the thing, you know. When I think about Taiwan, I see my own culture. I feel
2: I've become a kid again. Regardless where I am, I'm going to make sure
1: that I make Asia proud.
0: The Sensitive Man The Sensitive Man is a production of SPH Radio. I'm Simon Lim, your host and producer for this podcast. Special thanks to Joseph McDade for the music. You can also find this show on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home. And now you can listen to The Sensitive Man podcast on the official SPH Radio app.